with another episode of Conversations and Connections. We're the official podcast of the Family Crisis Center of East Texas. Stuart Burson with you. I'm the prevention coordinator for the agency. And it's that time of the year when we're about to say goodbye to uh, some of our interns that have been with us uh, during the during the spring and with me today i have maddie christian and cynthia palomino and they uh, are amongst some of our uh, interns that have been with us uh, for the spring and they have graciously volunteered to uh to come onto the podcast uh, so we just kind of talk a little bit about their experiences with uh with being here so thank you ladies for being with me today Thank you Thank for you having, having us. us. Well, wow. Y'all <laughs> said that in unison, like y'all spent some time together. Uh, so, um, and, and so, and like I was telling y'all, there, there's no a big format. So whoever wants to answer the questions, I'd like to hear uh, from both of you on, on, on everything that we talk about. But um, uh, Maddie, let's start with you. Uh, how have you enjoyed? <laughs> How have you enjoyed your your time here at the at the Family Crisis Center? Yeah, I've really enjoyed it here. Um, just making connections, just really getting to know everybody. Um, I definitely never thought that I would intern here. It wasn't the first on my list, honestly. Um, but I'm really glad that this is where I was placed. Um, everyone here is super amazing, super cool. Um, just really easy to get along with, and they're super passionate about what they do. And so it's been really cool to watch and to just observe everyone like you know just doing their jobs and loving it and just getting to you know make a difference in their clients lives so yeah. i loved it here awesome cynthia yeah um i was kind of surprised with this internship i didn't know i was gonna get placed here um and then just coming in i have really enjoyed it you never know what to expect every day is different um from the safe house to being up um in the offices so uh, I think that's the main thing that I really enjoyed was uh, every day is different and you get to help <laughs> a lot of people and yeah, you are out in the community engaging with uh, community members and just educating them. I love doing the tabling events. That was like very fun. Um, and yeah, I have been and have enjoyed my time being here. So I want to ask y'all bef- prior to your internships, did you know much about the Family Crisis Center? No. <laughs> Not going to lie. I don't know, and that's, that's fine. That's yeah. fine. I mean, did you have any inkling about what we did or just did, did you know anything at all? Um, I was aware of the Family Crisis yeah. Center because of the tabling events y'all did on campus. Okay. Um, and at so SFA. I, yeah. Okay. So I knew who y'all were. I knew about the thrift stores. And then I knew that y'all, I didn't know that y'all helped human trafficking survivors. That was new when I came. Yeah, yeah. But I knew about the domestic violence and the sexual assault. Um, so, yeah, I had very limited knowledge. Yeah, well, no. And, and, and that's that's pr- pretty much true with a lot of people, even, in, even out in the community when I do my presentations. Yeah. You know, people, they usually know of the safe house and they know about the thrift stores. Mm-hmm. And they don't know about all these other things that yeah. we do. Uh, Maddie, same thing? Uh, did I you, mean, uh... Cynthia knew more than I did. I knew about the thrift stores. So, okay. I mean, I would drive by and see them and, like, go inside and, you know, shop. But I never really put two and two together. So. Oh, that, that's cool. So, uh, 
Now, we're, we're recording this uh, on the second to the last week of April. Mm-hmm. So, you guys are going to be graduating in May. The first week of May. First week of May. So, any plans, future plans. I know y'all are kind of talking about that. And Maddie's already, Maddie, Maddie's kind of like, I don't know what I'm going to say. Uh, but uh, what, do you, what are your plans after graduation? Um, so my plans, I'm currently job searching. Uh, ideally I would do want to, uh, stay in a school setting working with at-risk youth. Um, so yeah, just currently job searching. I'm going to start studying for taking the licensing exam, um, and sit in on that. I want to take a good few months to study on that. Now you're going to, I'm about to exhibit my ignorance. Uh, Y'all are, are graduating. Are y'all undergrads or? or I'm or, a BSW, so I'm undergrad. Okay. But Cynthia is getting her master's. Yes. Oh, okay, okay. Well, that's what made me think of it because Cynthia was talking about getting sitting for your license. So mm-hmm. graduating is just one part of it. So mm-hmm. now you gotta get that license, yeah. right? And and what do you, and once you get your license, what are you? What is, will be your your I don't know title, your degree, what? A license, master's of social work. Okay. So I'm not going, I'm not doing the clinical one. You can do a clinical one, but I'm, I'm not going to do the Okay. Backpack. Well, and that's going to be my, my other question, I, and I meant to ask you at the very beginning. Cynthia, let's start with you. What are you studying and what, when you graduate, you'll be getting your master's in, in social, social work? work. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Maddie? I'll be getting my bachelor's in social work. Social work. Okay. Mm-hmm. So both of y'all are social work. Um, so we kind of heard from Cynthia, she's job hunting, about to sit in for the old, uh, for the licensure and everything. What, what, what's involved in getting your license? How much time do you got to put into studying and taking the uh, exam and all of that? It varies. Uh, I have heard some people like my friends, they took it, uh, after studying like January, February set in. Um, mid March, uh, mid April, and they passed it. Um, and then I have heard stories where it's very difficult to pass. So, um, and right now, I think I want to take it just because everything's very fresh. Yeah. Like school's still, everything is still in my brain. Once sure. I go into a field, um, I feel like I'm not going to have as much time to study. <laughs> and some of the concepts, well, although I'll be practicing them, I won't be knowing like the book definition exactly. Right, so I feel right. like right now I want to focus maybe two months on studying okay. and then try and sit in on it. All right. Maddie? <laughs> well, I could also take the last exam, but that is currently not on my radar at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> um, Right now, after graduation, I do work at a Christian camp in Huntsville, so I'll be there for three months after I graduate, um, up until August, and and then after that, I currently really don't know. I had a plan. I was going to stay in Akadoshis, um, but right now, it's kind of up in the air. Um, so. Are you going to try to work right away? Do you think you'll go on, take that next step, and get the master's, or are you I... going to... Will not be going to get my master's at this moment. Yeah, I might be taking a year off. School okay. is hard, so no. Hey, that's uh, no. Fair enough. <laughs> I'm gonna take a break and just chill and really see what I want to do. 
with my degree. Yeah. So. Well, and that's kind of leading to the next thing I was kind of wanting to talk about. Yeah. Uh, I talked. We kind of talked about the next steps, but ultimately, as far as a career, mm-hmm. uh, what are you guys looking at? What do you, what What would be your aspirations? Yeah. So mine's do? kind of different. I don't know. People when I tell them, they're like, "What?" Um, kind of what I mentioned, I work at a Christian camp. Um, I ultimately would like to work at a camp for kids um, year round, uh, mainly for kids like at risk youth or for kids who just had a really bad home life. Yeah. Um, there is an organization called Camp Hope America, and they work with kids who've just been in domestic violence situations, just like I kind of mentioned, just don't have a good home life. And they just send them to camp for a week and they love it. And they do, te- uh, you know, team building activities. Um, they just enjoy a week outside of nature, and I really think it impacts kids. Mm-hmm. Um, I have kids who come to my um, – I've counseled kids who've been in foster care and just, you know, seeing them spend a week, you know, outside, just, you know, doing these all these different activities has been really life-changing. And so seeing them, like, experiences mm-hmm. has really changed my, like, view on camp, I guess. Um, and so – it's really encouraged me to go and continue forward into that. And so it's different. I love being outside. And so working with kids especially too. And so just working in a camp setting, you know, with those kids and just seeing them experience things for the first time is something that I really love and I'm passionate about. Okay. Cynthia, you said you were wanting to stay in a school setting, right? Um, Ideally... Uh, working with teens. I want to work with teens. Um, I know, looking back, I had a lot of teachers that impacted me. Um, when I was in high school, we didn't have a social worker, but I feel like the skills and uh, concepts that we learn as social workers, we can definitely help um, during an important time in, in a youth life. Well, and it's interesting. Both of you want to work with youth, <laughs> yeah. uh, want, want to work with kids. Why is that? What What is attracting you mm. to um, to work work with uh, children or yeah. teens uh, or young young people? So I know for me, when I was in high school, I went to the camp that I work at, and I was in a really bad place. And so, like, it just really changed my life. Um, just being there and so it's kind of like what made me want to work more with like kids um, because like they impacted my life so I'd love to do the same for other kids um, now I, I like to work with kinder through fifth graders I don't know they're just they're so much fun and, and I just enjoy being around them any honestly like any age of kids I'm yeah. working with I think they're super cool and fun to be around um I, like, had really cool experiences as a counselor with, like, kids who are six and with kids who are 10 and just being able to be a part of, yeah. their, part of their lives and, like, a part of their growing up is really cool. Like, I remember my counselors when I was a camper and I talk about them. I follow them on Instagram. I think about them. And so to be able to, you know, do the same for kids, um, I don't know, it just makes me excited. And, I, and I got a question for you. Mm-hmm. Um, your faith is a big part of your life. Yes. Um do you want to try to stay within that realm? Like, you know, uh, you say, you know, work at a camp, maybe Mm -hmm. work at the camp that you went to. Uh, Do you want to kind of stay in, like, in Christian counseling? Is that what you really want to try to stay in or? Honestly, I don't have a preference. Um, Mm -hmm. Like, I I do work at a Christian camp, and so that's been helpful. But also we do have a section of our camp where we, really can't mention our religion like we uh, we host like different groups there and so we can't really mention okay. you know okay. god and stuff i got you um and so honestly like anywhere like any 
I have no preference. You know, obviously sure. working in a faith-based place would be easy to, you know, show my religion, but also go into places where I like really can't, you know, mention God and mention Christianity, uh-huh. but I can still show his light to others by just, you know, being kind and by being just a little different and just listening right. to him. Yeah. Um, and so I don't really have a preference. But sometimes I think you can exhibit your faith without mentioning yeah. your mm-hmm. faith. For sure. Maybe, right? Yeah, you just by okay. just showing God's yeah. light just through your actions, and so that's definitely something. Right. So have y'all both, no, but both of y'all are, are, are young folks. Uh, <laughs> have you always, think about years ago when little Maddie and little Cynthia were in school, uh, in grade school, or even maybe in, in high school, when did you decide, or, or have you always thought about pursuing social work or some kind of human services field, or, or what made you decide to to pursue this? I know for me, I didn't know social work was an option until my freshman year um, at SFA, because I went in as a psychology major. Okay. So I wanted to do um, mental health. Okay. And um, a big thing for, a reason for me, because I want to do mental health, was for um, the stigma around it, mm-hmm. uh, specifically with the Hispanic community. Um, it's like it's more of a culture of um, don't talk about it. So I kind of wanted to go in that aspect of um, educating and uh, fighting the stigma around mental health. And then I took my first psychology class, and I loved it, but I was like, mm, I don't know about this. <laughs> and so then um, my brother mentioned, mentioned social work, and he's like, well, what do you want to do? I said, well, I want to help people. And I took a social work class, and I fell in love with it, and my professor even emailed me, and she's like, I can see you in social work. Really? Okay. And I said, oh, okay. And so then I just switched to social work, and I just fell in love with the classes. Yeah. My professors were great, and, I mean, a big thing is just I just want to help people. I want to be there for them. I want to advocate for people Mm -hmm. and make that change. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Kind of similar. When I was in high school, I wanted to go into journalism, so which really different. Um, so my freshman year, I was a mass communication major, which focused on journalism. Right. Um, and so very different. I loved journalism, had a passion for it. That's what I thought in high school. Like, that's what I was going to do. I was going to move to New York City. I was going to write for the New York Times. I had it all planned out. Um, but also going into my freshman year, I was like, okay, I love journalism. But also, like, let's be honest, not a practical, I mean, it is a big job, but it's slowly going away. Like, the journalism department is no longer at SFA, so. Oh, really? Yeah, it's more, and they changed it. So it's not, like, written journalism, but it's broadcasting. Okay. So they kind of, like, merged the two together. Um, but I was more focused on, like, writing articles, writing for newspapers. And so going into my freshman year of college, I was, like, kind of already realizing, you know, I love journalism, but this isn't something that I really want to do forever. Um, and so, but I like kind of stuck with it. And then at the end of my, like end of the fall semester, I was like, okay, like, what do I really want to do? Um, and I thought like, you know, I love helping people. I just went kind of like what Cynthia's like, I just want to help people. Um, and so I started looking more into like the different majors SFA had. And then I went to the social work uh, department and talked to a teacher there just to get her input mm-hmm. and hear. And it might've been the same teacher that emailed you for thinking of the same professor. I don't know. 
Um, but I just went and talked to her and got like really her input and I walked out of there and I called my dad and I said, hey, um, I'm switching my major to social work. I just wanted to let you know. Um, he was like, okay. And I was like, okay. So then I walked to the building where you go do that and I switched <laughs> it right away. Um, didn't even take a class. I was like, I just, let's see where this goes. Um, switched to my major and that was spring of my freshman year and here I'm about to graduate. Okay. Um, I don't really know what made me decide to do it. I was just like, I've always had that passion for helping yeah. people and just like being in the community and advocating for others. And so, yeah. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Well, ladies, good luck to y'all. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank and you. Uh, thanks for agreeing to do this. Yeah. All right. Again, uh, today I had uh, Maddie and Cynthia, our interns, who will be departing us soon. And, um, again, uh, it's been a pleasure working with them. They helped uh, me out in prevention work uh, several times, and uh, they just kind of been all over the place. So if you have any questions about uh, today's episode, you can email us at conversationsandconnections at fccet.com. Also, if you feel like you need our services, if you need the services of the Family Crisis Center, we do have a a 24-hour-a-day, 7-day-a-week hotline. That number is 1-800-828-7233. That's 1-800-828-7233. And remember, you can subscribe to Conversations and Connections via Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or pretty much the podcast service of your choice. And remember, as always, be the voice, if not for you, for someone else.